0: Welcome to Landwards, the podcast for the land-based engineering community, brought to you by the Institution of Agricultural Engineers. Hello and welcome to the Landwards news podcast with your host myself Andy Newbold and the institution chief executive officer Charlie Nicklin. Hello Charlie. Good morning Andy. How are you? I'm very well. So, um, we're, going to have a look at, we're going to have a look at some of the latest news headlines and just have a chat and see where we think Ag Engineering fits in. So I, I noticed quite recently um, that the Farmer Time initiative has matched 524 farms with schools. So this is an initiative which links school children with farmers via FaceTime or Skype and they've matched 524 farms and schools in the last academic year. This is a great initiative, Charlie. What do you reckon?
1: Um, I, th- I think it's brilliant. Um... I think most people love talking about what they do for a living. Um, And if you've got interesting jobs like farmers, you know, they'll talk for hours and yarn on about what they're doing. And uh, so I think it's brilliant. Um, You know, there's less and less people employed in agriculture, you know, so it's really important that that people understand what agriculture is, where food comes from and that sort of stuff. So, you know, we all talk about getting into schools and, and showcasing what agriculture is and does well this is a great way of doing it and using sort of modern technology um so yeah absolutely brilliant and i
0: think as well you know for for the light bulb to go off for someone to think it's an industry it's a business i'd really love to be involved in you know what a, what a great time to do when you're still at school and you, you're looking for inspiration about your future
1: yeah and you've got you know you've got you know we push we're trying to push stem subjects in school you know engineering that sort of stuff and, and we can connect the two you know if you've got agriculture in there you can then talk about agricultural engineering and people will put the two together won't we and understand yeah. it Hopefully, it, 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 it's a great bridge
0: um another just sort of moving a little bit more towards the um the machinery business i think with this next piece um i noticed that uh mr Kaz- Kazunari shimokawa chief executive officer and president of Kubota Holdings Europe and Cavernard has been given a new assignment as managing executive officer and general manager of the agricultural implement division of the Kubota group and effectively um he's going to give up being the CEO and president and look after the implements. so it's big changes afoot with Kubota and that will no doubt rattle down into our world in due course as as they are pushing hard
1: Kaz is Kaz to his friends <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I Kubota are a, they're a, they're one to watch, and I've watched them for 10, 15 years now. Um, they make some pretty smart construction equipment. It's high quality, well built, well engineered. And I watched them over the years. You know, every time I went to Agri-Technica, I'd go and look at their tractors, and they get better and better. Um, they bought Gerverland, and all of a sudden, you know, they've bought into a range of top notch implements. They then bought in, you know, by buying Cavernland, they bought into a load of Precision Farming stuff as well, because they're well into Precision Farming on Cavernland. And all of a sudden, you know, you got the makings of a a serious contender. And I remember reading an article written by one of their CEOs, I guess, a while back. um, And they absolutely firmly had their eyes set on John Deere as a competitor. So you can see where they're going. Um, I suppose that they're still limited in, in the tractor world because they only make a four cylinder, although they're up to sort of 170 odd horsepower, but you know, that they've got to get into that, that territory of 200 plus really to, to crack a lot of the farmers because, you know, you know, yeah, they've got to have a six cylinder and I'm sure they're working on it. I have read things in the press about it, <clears throat> but as soon as they can get up to sort of 200 plus horsepower, you've got, you've got a real serious contender there. And there's one thing for sure. You know, the engineering they do is is, is top quality it's it's well screwed together equipment as well so they're, they're definitely one to watch um, and i've certainly been watching them over the years
0: yeah and 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 as you say each step each step you know that that, that they uh, that they establish and, and and keep keep moving forwards don't they um mm. now let's just just jump sideways into a little bit of um COVID related news, the Soil Association have launched a Grow Back Better Manifesto, which outlines a 10-point plan for COVID-19 recovery. Um, And their Grow Back Better Manifesto for for UK food farming and land use advocates for a far better industry response towards climate change, nature and health crises. Well, I I don't think any of us would argue with that in the slightest. I just wondered where ourselves as agricultural engineering professionals fitted in.
1: Well, you know it's bread and butter isn't it? it soils soils are essential um you know and if we want to do things better with what we've got then we need engineers to get involved um and it's absolutely agricultural engineering isn't it it's soil science it's yeah. it's bioscience, it's it's engineering it, it you know it's all the things we know and love in the institute um it's, it's another thing isn't it that, that we should be pushing and making visible to people that, you know, we want people to get into the industry and come and work on this stuff. Because it's so exciting and it, and it's at the forefront of everything, isn't it? You know? Yeah. So yeah, it's it's great for agricultural engineers.
0: I quite agree, and you know they're they're talking about devising and delivering practical solutions with people from all walks of life. Well, you know my contention is that the Institution of Ag Engineers is a professional body of people who are, who are available to help with that toolkit. Because as you say, absolutely. Um, in in the you know at this time of the year we would normally be trundling off to. Um, events like Crop check or looking forward to Lama or every other year getting on a plane to go to Agritechnica. Well, obviously that's that's not not happening at the moment, but um, EMA have run a digital, which is the great cheap machinery show in Italy, have run a digital preview uh, which started on November the 11th and um, We see manufacturers going increasingly online through, through need really. I just wondered what, what your thoughts were on um, you know Getting technology out there, given that face-to-face doesn't really exist in the uh, in the um, shall we say short term. Is that the best? You can do?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's frustrating, isn't it? I think you know one thing with our industry is it it is very face-to-face. It's relationships. It, you know, it's quite an incestuous industry, um, and we need to talk to each other. And I know we can do it on Zoom and stuff, but it's not the same. And I think. You know, if you're a manufacturer going to shows, they cost you a fortune and do do the yield much. Some would argue not, but what they do is show you, show a presence. They get people on your stand, they get people talking, they get, you know, you're in their heads, Um, you know, people don't go to shows and make purchases in general, but but you've got to be there. And I think, you know, yes, we're having to sort of survive without them at the moment, but I think as soon as we can get back to -to face-to-face Demos and shows, and the better. You know, I think yeah. you've got the big shows like Agritech are absolutely essential for, for companies to showcase their kit, um, and there's no substitute for that. And I think, you know, we've seen a rise over the last sort of 10 years in field demonstrations again, which is great. Um, and they do have proper punters that come who are really interested in buying machines rather than public. You know, and, and, and school children going around. You know, they're they're proper commercial shows, and I think there's no substitute for that. And I think we've just got to get back to it when when the virus allows, which hopefully, you know, with the with the um, vaccines on the way, you know, we hope that sometime next year we'll be away again, won't we? You know, We're it's looking weird, good. So I'm surprised. Really? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm surprised some of the company. I mean, obviously, some of these shows you've got to plan months and months ahead, and it's really risky. So. You know some are deciding to do things digital um but you kind of think hopefully in a few months time the world will sort and settle down a bit but uh yeah. you know b- by the summer but of course you to risk preparing for a show yeah that might not happen you can't do that can you because they are costly things you know agritechnica is hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of pounds to to yeah. exhibit in those big halls there
0: yeah no i'd, ag- I'd agree with that mm.
1: um and you know Companies
0: are being challenged to say, well, you didn't spend this money this year. We've still got market share. We're still selling things. We're still getting innovation to market. Should we do them again? And that's an entirely, yeah. different, that's an entirely that's... different Um, and, and whether this kind of virtual world, which manufacturers are diving into now to show their wares and to show their innovation, whether this virtual world is going to become some kind of augmented reality mm. alongside some kind of hat you know face to face in due course I, I don't know and it's maybe too early to say but like you say
1: yeah where the, where the vaccine takes us um, i hope i hope that's not the case and i hope you know accountants don't cotton on to that and realize cross we've saved a million quid this year You're not going to shows you know that that would be a bad thing I, I think the people in companies will recognize that and, and they're not they're not daft they, they know that they need to be out and about and show a presence and, and get their field demonstrations underway and you know they're, yeah. they're not going to stop doing that and go digital because you, you know you look at like the Fent the Fent field day they have in germany i mean it's an immense event you're not going to do that online are you it's, it's yeah. just not the same people want to be there touch the kit see the kit talk to people have a bit of banter it's it's so important isn't it you in know yeah
0: agreed um so the hse stats for the last year so we show a significant drop in fatalities in agriculture um but you know we still know farmers are taking risks risk, which cost lives and money um you know where 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 are we as an institution in terms of supporting
1: supporting the industry to do the right thing um we all know that agriculture has a, a terrible record you know it's the worst industry to be in from a health and safety perspective and that is just totally unacceptable isn't it? it it's you know for for some children to to come home from school to find out that they haven't got a dad anymore is horrific yeah. you know because of some horrendous acts and usually these accidents on farms are pretty horrendous
0: Yeah. because um, you've even yeah, afford you've even yeah.
1: fallen off a shed roof or got yourself wrapped up in a bailer. they're not nice yeah. it, horrible horrible things and it's just unacceptable and you know as a from a machinery design background you know you, you design machinery to be safe you spend a lot of time complying with legislation and doing the right thing um and then for people tend to, to abuse the equipment and not do the right thing is, is not good. Um, so, yeah. you know, we're, we're involved with the farm safety partnership um, on these things. It's important. We, we support it. We've got to make the industry a safer place to be, and, you know, and I'm from a farming background. I know what goes on. You know, I know people spend, you know, till the early hours driving a tractor falling asleep you know and then driving the thing back on the road it's horrendous really i mean what industry does things like that but, but that's that's farming um and it's almost the, the, the people change. almost boast about it
0: it's a cultural yeah. change we need to say it is unacceptable to push that hard yeah. uh, because you know we all want to go home safe and sound don't we that no, yeah, yeah.
1: absolutely wholeheartedly um, but you see you still see silly things and the amount of times you see somebody running a piece of kit with guards missing or pto shafts yeah. unguarded it's just horrendous really and you know my uncle <laughs> had half his leg chewed away with a, a pto shaft when he was a little kid you know by sliding down the mudguard on a tractor you know oh. it's, it, it was unacceptable then and it's unacceptable now isn't it
0: yeah no you're absolutely yeah. right and so we're very
1: supportive of it you know we, we yeah. must support it and we must we must challenge and ourselves so we do, to, to we make do the industry a, better uh, a health and safety specialist
0: specialist group as well within within the institution yeah yeah we, there are a we, number of, we, of ag engineering safety specialists within our membership as well
1: yeah. yeah and we're supporting an event next week um the farm safety partnership with, in conjunction with the nfu so we've got an evening um where we we're helping college lecturers really Supporting the, the colleges in, in how they promote health and safety in, yeah. in agriculture and, and ag engineering. So um, there's a couple, there's a couple of other
0: news pieces here which I think we should probably tie together. But um, there's a research <coughs> project um, being led by the Quant Foundry in collaboration with the University of Bristol Vet, Vet School and Agri Epicenter, which is seeking which to improve, seeking to improve well-being well-being. using using AI methods combined with behavioral an- analytics. And I think it's just, you know, the, the whole world of data is mushrooming massively. We've had a conference on data um, 12 months ago, which, which Jane kindly kindly sort of hosted. Um, but I just just wondered where we where we feel we fit in in terms of, um, you know, where the business is going, where the industry is going, where data and, and uh, you know, AI is fitting in, general. Yeah,
1: I mean, it, my background is obviously engineering and design and machinery and you know software electronics is just so so important in what we do and you know and that and software and electronics and robotics has been in animal production for years you know we've had we've had robotic milking now for like two decades so it's really really established and you know it's just another level ai it's amazing really you know it's to, to allow AI to start and monitor animal health. It's just, it's just something that then supports the guy who manage, you know, the farm manager, the, the guy who's managing the cows, it's supporting him. It's, it's another set of eyes for him, yeah. you know, rather than, him you to to know cow, every cow he milks every day, he knows and understands, and can look at the health of the cow. You know, it's another set of eyes for him, isn't it? Yeah. You know, and the computer can flag up, oh, actually, I've spotted Daisy XYZ isn't looking so great and flags it up to him and then he yeah. can have a closer look. And it's, it's preventive, preventative maintenance for animals, isn't it? It's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And absolutely. really, really exciting stuff for, 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 for attracting people into the industry again, isn't it?
0: When you look at the, the application of AI in things like analysis of satellite imagery for crops, that's exactly the same analogy whereby mm. it's not a substitute for an agronomist, it's not a substitute for walking your fields and looking at your crops. But what it is, is it's an early indicator to say there is an area here you may need to pay attention because it's got a weed infestation or or because it's got a blight or or. You know some sort of um some sort of thing which is going outside of the normal parameters so it's not a substitute for getting out there and getting among your cows or checking your sheep or looking at your crops but what it is is it's a signposting system and i, and I think for that kind of thing to be done remotely to say you might want to look at this um and the fact the results you know t- tend to suggest that this this is very very positive i think it's good mm. it's a very good
1: thing it's the, from an animal welfare perspective. It's, it's brilliant as well because I mean your crops having some failing crops doesn't hurt anybody apart from hurting your well, pocket no, but I mean, animals that are suffering does hurt you know and, and that so it's another thing you know, to help yeah you know, the welfare of animals you know and that and that's in the public eye isn't it at the moment that is so
0: yeah and I think the public it's eye it, are very
1: comfortable with the
0: use of technology for those reasons to make sure that you mm-hmm. know animals have a life worth living for want a better word um, absolutely that's a, you know, that's a very strong concept now we, we so, do yeah. you know, what i will describe as the and finally moment now um that <laughs> the the the, the, um, the university of texas at austin has uh, developed a new type of soil which can pull water from the air and distribute it to plants so it's a it's a new self-watering soil which could transform farming so uh, uh, over to you charlie
1: what do you think so so yeah so so 50 trillion tons of this soil has been ordered and we're about to spread it over the sahara desert and uh, solve all the world's problems but no it, it, at the end of the day you know joking aside it, it, it's absolutely cutting edge uh, research isn't it, it, it yeah it's amazing it's really interesting when you read about it but uh, us you ultimately we need to research these things don't we because yeah. something might come out of it you never know but it's it's, it's very high in research. Potential. it's got great potential, yeah. but, but, but I mean the, yeah.
0: the practicality will will will, will play out T- time will tell but if you don't go you won't. Yeah. Go.
1: No, and in the, you know, the UK, you know, we've got an abundance of water that don't, we don't know what to do with. You know, we've got yet we still have droughts. It's amazing. Um, it, it, it all comes back to soil management, that soil, water management. Sorry. But, you know, water is absolutely essential, isn't it, for growing stuff. We all know that. And, you know, I remember John Deere buying into water management solutions years ago because they obviously recognise that importance in, in the US of managing water. Um, I think <laughs> I just the UK, we just do a terrible job, don't we, managing water. And I don't mean farmers and drainage. I mean, in general, we've got floods everywhere. You know, we're building housing estates with hard standing. So, yeah. I mean, we just, we've just got to manage the water better. And I, but, and uh, be- yeah, no, it's really, really interesting no. research, isn't it?
0: our urban Dickensian water distribution systems for some reason the cast iron pipes are leaking nowadays so uh, you know i I think i think thames water spend spend billions every year trying to trying to sort out whatever's happening under the streets of london don't they with with water loss so it is it is it's a bit like the discussion about about food shortage in the the world isn't it where arguably there's plenty of food it's just none of it's in the right place
1: yeah And,
0: and you know i'm in cumbria i'm in the fells we have plenty of water thank you very much you've you got, got plenty of water there, haven't you? Uh, but, but the issue is you know you go you go 40 50 miles east get the other side of the pennines and into yorkshire uh, um and you know at certain times of the year they could do with an awful lot of water well it's not very far away from us but distributing it there is a very different matter um yeah so yeah there's there's great opportunities for engineers well look I, I think we're drawing to the end of this month's Landwards News podcast recording. Charlie, it's been great. Thank you very much. I really enjoyed having a quick romp through some of the news headlines. Um, we will no doubt be back in December for the Christmas special, complete with winter pies, And uh, not that you'll ever see. Um, but yeah, thank you, Charlie and Nickley, for joining me today for the Landwards News. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you soon. And we'll be Yeah, back.
1: thanks a lot. Great Thank great job probably. of chat about some of these things. Brilliant. Excellent.
0: Yeah, no, it's good to know what's in the news. Right, over and out. Thank you very much and goodbye. Bye bye. For more information visit www.iagree.org. You have been listening to Landwards, the podcast for the land-based engineering community, brought to you by the Institution of Agricultural Engineers.